What's up you guys, welcome to today's episode of Project Fortify. I'm your host, Kyle Livingston, and I'm gonna be walking through how I do quarterly planning with my clients and for myself. And I know quarterly planning might not be the, uh, the sexiest topic in the world, but I promise you, if you follow the steps that I'm getting ready to walk you through, it's going to make you so much more money and you are gonna be so, so, so much less stressed throughout the entire uh, next quarter. Um, if you're watching me on YouTube, you can see that I have a different, uh, different background. I'm actually in a hotel on the road traveling as we speak. And I'm actually here for a conference down in Florida, but a lot of my clients are also coming to the same conference. And I like to use this time um, on bookends before, after, sometimes during to sit down with my clients that I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with and really walk through their next quarter and do quarterly planning with them and sit them down and set the goals. And, and that's what I wanna share with you guys, how we go about doing that and how we break it down to where your two-year goal, your 12-month goal becomes monthly goals and quarterly goals and daily goals and weekly goals, not only for you, but for your team and how you can get your team accountable to each and every one of these goals. <laughs> so um, this all starts with you as the, the owner and a lot of times what I'm seeing is that the owners are in transition between the technician, the person who's really good at doing the things and being the owner. And when, when you're a sole technician, when it's just you or just you and one or two other people, it's really easy to get things done by the seat of your pants. It's really easy to plan out a couple of days and go get a bunch of stuff done and just hammer things out and get rocking and rolling. The larger that your team gets, the more difficult it becomes to actually translate what you believe and what your goals and targets are for the, for the year, for the quarter, for five years, down to your team. It becomes more and more difficult to take the things out and to put it into your team and make your team feel responsible and have and be responsible, but, but actually feel like it's their vision and their goal. And so where this all starts is you as the owner, as the executive, you have to know where you're going at a minimum 12 months out at a minimum 12 months out. Ideally, you're two, four, five years out on what you want, but at a minimum, you are 12 months out. Because what that allows you to do is if you know what you're looking to create in the next 12 months, then every decision that you make can run through the filter of that context, that framework. And so if you say that you wanna look like XYZ company in 12 months, or you wanna be at XYZ results in 12 months, your profitability, your profit, or your, your income, your profitability, et cetera, revenue, if you have those targets and you know what that looks like, you can begin running decisions through that. And you can say, okay, well, if this project, if, if this hire, if this role, is this necessary for us to hit these goals? Is this going to fit within the container that we've created for the next 12 months? As the owner, your biggest weakness, more than likely, you're a visionary. And your biggest weakness is changing from where you plan to go today and where you plan to go in six weeks. Because you see a shiny new object, a new thing comes out, a new software, a new relationship. Something happens and you switch. And that's not conducive for long-term growth. And so I want you to pick a 12-month goal and say, if I stick to what we do today for 12 months, where will we be? So pick your 12-month goal. You wanna pick your revenue and you wanna pick your profitability. Ideally, you also have like, what does your culture feel like? Uh, what type of people do you have working for you? What does your day look like? How many hours a week are you spending in the business, et cetera. But at a minimum, you need to know revenue, profitability. Now, the way that we do this is imagine that is like the umbrella goal of the business. That is the umbrella goal as a corporation. That's your corporate goal. 
Now, each one of your departments are also going to have a goal and a throat to choke or as a person responsible. Um, I heard that somewhere at one point, throat to choke. Who is the person that's responsible for that particular department? And so I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna break this down uh, step by step. If, you're, if you are in a place right now where you can take some notes and write some things down, uh, we're gonna break this down. I'm gonna show you exactly how we do this. Um, I'm gonna come up with a hypothetical example and we're gonna walk through this step by step by step on how you can plan out your entire next three months, right? It's the end of Q3, at least when I'm filming this. I don't know when you're watching this. And we're going into Q4 of 2022. And this is the exact process that I take each and every one of my clients through and how we plan the, the, the goal for the, the next quarter and the targets the next quarter. And so you have the, the, the big corporate goal and then you wanna break it down into each one of the, de the departments or the division. And so each one of these departments, you have lead gen, lead nurture, sales, fulfillment, and then retention and ascension. Now, each one of these departments is going to have a goal and a throat to choke. And I'm gonna give you some hypothetical examples, but this is what we're gonna start looking for. Now, the lead gen, we're gonna start here. In lead gen, you're gonna ask yourself and ask your team, your executive team, what is the one, what is the one single metric that is going to move the needle the most in that single department? Not what are the 30 metrics, not what are the five metrics, not even what are the three metrics. What is the number one metric that is going to move the needle? If we hit X, we will get the result we're looking for, at least at this point. For uh, a lot of my clients who are in the coaching and consulting space, that is, that is booked calls. Okay, That is booked calls. Now, um, if they can get calls booked at a certain rate of cost per booked call, that is the KPI that we're gonna look for. And um, the way that you figure out how many calls you need booked is you look at the data from last quarter and you say, okay, well, our, our, our show up rate to our calls right now is 50%. We get 50% of the people who book a call actually show up for a call. And last, last quarter we had 40% of those calls who showed up actually close. And so what you wanna do is you wanna set your revenue goal for the year, sorry, for the quarter, you wanna set your revenue goal for the quarter and I'm just gonna do some rough numbers here. Let's just say we pick a number, your goal is $200,000 a month, every single month for the rest of the quarter. So your goal for the Q4 or whatever quarter you're looking at is $600,000. Now you wanna do that at let's say a 50% margin or a 70% profit margin. Pick whatever margin you're looking for in your business. Now everything else is gonna run through these filters, okay? So I know if we need to hit $600,000, let's say we hit $600,000, right, I'm doing it right there, $600,000, and uh, let's say your product is 24K. Your coaching is $24,000. So we're gonna take 600,000 divided by $24,000. It tells me we need about 25 new clients over the next 90 days in order for us to actually hit our goal. Now, if our sales team is closing at 40%, right? We're gonna double that and add 20%. And so um, that's about 65, it's about 60 actually. Uh, it's 60 calls that they have to have live in order to hit those numbers. 60 calls live, that means if they have 60 calls, close at 40%, they'll close 25 deals. Tracking? Tracking. So now we're, we're, we're not even talking about sales goals. We're not talking about lead nurture goal. We're only looking at our lead generation goal because the, the goal is booked calls, okay? Well, we know our show up rate is about 50%. And so we have 60 calls that we know need to show up to the calendar in order for our close team to, or our sales team to close them for us to hit our goals. 60 calls need to show up. Now, if our, close, if our show up rate is 
50%, we're going to double that times two, 120. Now, 120 calls need to be booked in order for our lead, uh, our lead generation or our marketing department to be considered successful. Now, what I like to do is I like to add as many variables into this that are non-competing as possible. And so one of the variables might be a, a, a numerical percentage target or a numerical target in this case is 120 calls. In this case is uh, 120 calls. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna add in a, an, another variable in here of let's say 120 calls at less than $2,000 per booked call. That allows us to run our metrics up the other direction. If we get calls at $2,000 per booked call or less, 50% of those people actually show up. So that means cost per booked call that shows, cost per live call is, should be under $4,000, okay? And if you run the math on that, you close 25 of those deals. So 120 calls booked times, let's say $2,000 per call, it's $240,000 in marketing cost, right? Uh, and then you're gonna close 25 of those calls. You have a $9,600 acquisition cost. Now, that might be a really high acquisition cost for you, so you're gonna have to start playing with some of those variables, right? How many calls, closing percentage, but for marketing, for the marketing side, the lead generation side of things, if we can get 120 calls booked for less than $2,000 per booked call, that is the one metric that will actually drive the lead generation forward and drive the entire business forward. Because if, if we do that and everything else works, we hit our numbers, 600K. Now you gotta play with the profitability, make sure things work, et cetera, et cetera. But we know 120 calls at less than $2,000 per call. Now, that is the KPI for the marketing department. 120 calls, less than 2K per call booked. Now, who is going to be responsible to drive that home? If you get three weeks in and you're nowhere near your target, who is the one person that you're gonna reach out and choke the throat? <laughs> a little violent, but who is the one person whose throat to choke? If this doesn't go the way that it's supposed to go, who is the person responsible? Who is the person that you are gonna hold accountable in that department? Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the person that's driving the lead generation. Maybe it's your media buying team. Maybe it's an agency. But whatever it is, you wanna make sure that you know exactly who that person is that's gonna be responsible. Because if it's an agency and you say, hey, here's the targets and the goals for next year and they miss it, boom, now you have the data to be able to go in and fire them or to hire a new agency or to, or to readjust or whatever you need to do. But the target there is we have 120 booked calls, less than 2K per call, and it's assigned to X person. That's the lead gen. Now we move over into the lead nurture side of things. Again, if you're booking calls, <laughs> the goal of the lead nurturer is to at least at a minimum hold, hold or increase the show up rate. Hold or increase the show up rate. Now what is the, the number one main metric that I'm gonna use to hold or increase show up rate in the lead nurture phase? For a lot of times if I'm booking calls, that's gonna be how many times I've contacted somebody within their first 24 or 48 hours. And so maybe the KPI is something along these lines that you are going to go and you are going to, uh, in lead nurture, a setter or an SDR or, or somebody on the team is going to reach out to a new lead no less than three times within 36 hours or 48 hours, whatever that number is for you, right? No less than three times in 48 hours. Now you are also going to assign to that how or who is responsible for that. 
Now, if you look at the data in three weeks and you realize that out of the thousand new leads that we got, that in the 15 call or the, the you know, eight calls that were booked or whatever your numbers are, that those leads hadn't been touched for 48 hours. There were zero first points of contact within 48 hours. You know your show up rate's gonna be a little lower. Now, that's the goal, right? If we can get everybody to be touched three times or reached out to within three times, I picked up the phone and called them three different times on three separate occasions, not I picked up the phone once and dialed them three times, that doesn't count. Picked up the phone on three separate occasions and I've tried to reach them within the first 48 hours, right? That's the KPI. Three contacts minimum, three uh, uh, attempts to contact or ATCs, three ATCs minimum within the first 48 hours. Now, who's responsible for that? Maybe person X. Let's recap. Lead gen, 120 calls booked, less than $2,000 per call. X person responsible. Lead nurture, three first attempt to contact, so three attempt to contact within 48 hours, Y person responsible, okay? Now we move over to sales, okay? Let's say that your goal here and you have all your metrics and everything is set up based on your, your, frame, your framework of your corporate goal, you have 600K at X profitability, you need to close 120 calls, 40% gets us our numbers. So the sales team's one single KPI is that they are closing at 40% or higher. And the second variable that I'm gonna drop into that KPI is how much are they actually collecting in cash? How much are they actually going out and collecting in cash? Is it 50%, 60%? Do you have payment plans? Is it all financed? What is that number? And so that might look something like a 40% close rate and a 50% cash collection or higher, or higher. That's the KPI for the, the market or for the sales team. Um, who is the actual person that's gonna be responsible for those numbers? So we have three different KPIs, three separate people responsible. If it's all you, you probably need to work on building a bigger team. This should not all be you. These should not all be on your back. And so let's recap. Lead gen, 120 calls, less than $2,000 per call. Lead nurture, you have three attempts to contact within 48 hours. Sales, 40% conversion rate at a 50% collection percentage or higher. Okay, moving on to fulfillment. This is different for everybody. But the goal here, the goal in fulfillment, because fulfillment is nothing more than a sales cycle. If you break it down, fulfillment is that sales cycle for your business. And if you can go in and let's say all of your clients made all of their money back in 72 hours, would they upgrade? Would they cross sell into another program? Would they stay in the current program they're in for another three months, six months, nine months? Where, how would they give you more money? That is actually created within fulfillment. And so metrics that I like to create in fulfillment are going to be metrics that actually drive retention and ascension forward. And so in fulfillment, I might make some KPI along the lines as, um, let's say 50% of all of our clients get an ROI within 90 days of working with us. So if your program again is 24K, how can you go and get 50% of your clients a $24,000 win over 90 days, their first 90 days of working with you? And as you go to the next quarter and you see, man, only 20% of people are actually getting an ROI, that's a red flag because now your retention and ascension goals are gonna suffer because your marketing, or I'm sorry, your fulfillment goals are suffering as well. So the KPI in fulfillment might be that 50% of all of our clients get 100% of ROI within 90 days. Here I have three variables. I have a numerical variable, a percentage variable, and a time variable. 50% of our clients get 100% of their ROI, in 90 days. 
right? 50% of our clients, half of our clients, get 100% return on their investment in 90 days or less. If that were to work, the next KPI is gonna, gonna work well. So let, let's recap one more time. So we have corporate goals, 600,000, certain profitability rate, lead generation, 120 calls booked, less than $2,000 per booked call. Lead nurture, you have three attempts to contact within 48 hours. Uh, sales, you have a 40% conversion rate or higher and a 50% collection rate of cash collected or higher. Lead, I'm sorry, fulfillment, you also have a KPI of half of your clients make 100% of their money back in 90 days. Each one of these departments and each one of these KPIs has a person responsible. That leads us up into retention. So we've qualified somebody to be able to, um, to be able to ascend or to stay inside of our program or to cross sell into another program. We have qualified them and that qualifier for somebody in this case is that you've made your money back. You've actually gotten an ROI on the program. And so if that's 50% of people that come through your program, those are, that, that's half of your current clients are qualified to upgrade or retain. So that's the container, that's the framework we say, that's the qualification is you gotta be qualified in order to uh, move up. And let's say that 75% of everyone who is qualified to ascend or to cross sell or to retain, 75% of them are going to move up or move into another program whether it's a cross sell, be retained, or uh, up into the program. And you can break that down. And you can say that what's the number one thing? Maybe it's um, ascending them into your higher ticket program or your back end program. And if that's the goal, then maybe you set it as like, hey, 45% of everybody qualified moves up into our back end program within 90 days of their um, graduation date or within 30 days of their graduation date. Um, let's make that the goal. That 75% of people who are qualified actually move into another program, whether it's up or sideways. Move into another program. <clears throat> and so as a corporate goal, you have 600K revenue, certain profitability rate, let's call it 50% for conversation's sake. Lead gen, 1200 calls, or 120 calls, less than $2,000 per booked call. Lead nurture, three ATCs within 48 hours. Sales is gonna be a 40% closing rate and a 50% collection rate. Uh, fulfillment is gonna be that 50% uh, of all clients make 100% back of their money within 90 days. And then retention and ascension is gonna be 75% of those qualified to uh, send and be retained uh, will actually be uh, uh, move into one of those other programs. And that's how we break down each and every one of these uh, conversations. And obviously I'm just mad living this as we go. This isn't exactly what you would do for your business, but this is how we break it down. And now what you do once you have the corporate goal, you have the, the departmental goal, is you go down and you start breaking down each individual person and role and their goal. Let's just use marketing. I'm not gonna go through all of them for time's sake, but let's use the marketing example. If we go into the marketing department and we have a media buyer, we have a copywriter, and we have a graphic designer, and then you have the person responsible for actually hitting the goals, right? The department head. And so you tell the media buyer, hey media buyer, our goal this year is 120 booked calls at $2,000 or less. What numbers do you need to hit to actually hit those goals? And this is the key to making your team feel responsible for the goals the business has. You give them control. You give them the ability to set those targets, right? And then you give them something to hold, be accountable to. And the accountable came from their, their mind. You're not setting these ambiguous goals that they might immediately might think like, ah, man, this is bullshit. I'm never gonna hit this. You make them tell you, it puts them in control, makes them responsible. This is what you do, you go to them and say, hey, Mr. Media Buyer, 
I have, my goal for the year is 120 booked calls, less than 2K per booked call. What do you need to hit? What's your cost per lead? What's your cost per page view? How many leads do you need? How many page views do you need? What's your opt-in rate need to be? What's our conversion rate need to be? Everything. You tell me my numbers for the customer journey on what I need to do to hit 120 booked calls. You're gonna get that information from him. Maybe you make some tweaks and adjustments. You have some conversations with the media buyer, but the goals and the targets and everything that they need to do in their role came from them. Then you go to your copywriter and you say, hey, copywriter, listen, our conversion rate based on what the media buyer told me was our conversion rates on all of our emails and our landing pages and blah, 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 needs to hate be at a minimum this. And so your target is to make sure that our, 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 our conversion rates are this. Do you find this to be realistic? Can you hit these goals? Yes or no? If it's a no, conversate. Then you go to your graphic designer and you say, hey, listen, graphic designer, speed is king over the next, uh, over the next 90 days. We're gonna be doing a lot. I need to get this many ads out. In order to get this many ads out, I need to get this many graphics done. In order to get this many graphics done and the time allotted, I have to have a, a, a graphics returned from you within a 36 hour turnaround or 12 hour turnaround or four hour turnaround, whatever it is. And you give them a goal. Hey, 80% of the projects I give you need to give me a completed approved version within 36 hours. And that's the goal for them because if they do that, everything else slides into place. <laughs> and so that's how you break down the goals into each and every person and every role. That's how you make them responsible and feel in control of that role. And if they hit their targets, those hit the, the, the departmental targets. If everybody in the departments hit their targets, that'll hit the corporate targets. And if you hit the corporate targets, guess what? You get to hit your targets as a human being. So I'm gonna say that one more time. If you wanna hit your targets as an individual, as a human being, set corporate targets, okay? Once you set corporate targets, set departmental targets, then set individual role targets and KPIs. If you can get the roles to, make, to, to meet and beat and exceed their targets, and you can get the departments to meet and exceed and beat their targets, that'll get you your corporate goal, you get your corporate goal, you get your personal goal. And so if you are out there and you feel like, man, I just don't know where we're going. I, the team doesn't feel like they have my back. People don't feel supported. I don't even know how to get all this data from people. And I don't even know where to go and collect all this and all these numbers and all this stuff. It's okay, man. It's okay. Like this, it's not your fault. This might be your first time here. And that's why I'm here to walk you through this. Uh, and if you don't feel supported, it's because you're not giving them control. Give people control. Give your team control of the ball. Be the coach and allow them to run the ball down the field and score the goals. Give them control. And it'll be the number one secret that, that you have in your business to be able to move that ball and, and, and move that needle forward as fast as humanly possible. And so if you don't know how to collect this data, if you're unsure what to collect this data on, if you don't know how to report on this data, if you don't even know how to train your team to do the things that you need to get done, I have taken everything that we've put together over the last two years and I've compiled it into a toolbox, right? I'm, a, I'm an ex-contractor. I like to use the word toolbox. Um, it's all of our templates for our lead gen sales teams, systems, fulfillment, everything that we've talked about today, how to do a quarterly meeting, how to set up your quarterly meeting in, in, in your project management software, how to actually track all these KPIs, how to actually do these things. And if you want access to all this stuff, it's completely free. I have nothing to sell you on this page. It's fortifiedtoolbox.com, fortifiedtoolbox.com. Uh, go over there, grab those templates. It's everything that you need in order to actually have the ability to go in and collect the data, find attribution, get your team on board, totally free, fortifiedtoolbox.com. So if, if you guys are finding this helpful, if you guys find things like this useful, I will continue to make content for you. Uh, I definitely don't sit in my room and make content uh, while I'm traveling for fun, but I definitely do it for me to document the journey. Um, 
but I also do it for you because I want to help you guys. I want to go through all of the struggles and trials and tribulations that my clients have gone through, that I've gone through and help you solve those. And so if, uh, if you would hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, I'll be posting content uh, pretty regularly. I don't really have a, a content schedule per se. And so as things come out, I want you to get notified, hit that subscribe button and um, cool. I will see you guys in the next video. Have a safe day and uh, enjoy the rest of it. Go plan some stuff. Go actually get your team on board. See ya.